Hey, welcome to the Recappers Podcast. I'm Todd. And I'm Nat. So on our last episode, we talked about the Eastern Conference of matchups for the playoffs, and we went through that and who we thought were going to win each series. Uh, we're going to actually talk about the Western Conference today. I'm excited. We talked about this earlier as well, and on the last episode, there wasn't a matchup that we weren't excited about when it came to the playoffs, and the Western Conference is just so stacked. Uh, so we're excited to analyze these different matchups and recap them for you, and we're going to have some fun with it. You ready, Todd? Let's do it. All right, let's start with um, number one, Jazz versus Grizzlies. After this playing game, uh, this is the matchup. I, I mean, I picked the Warriors in that uh, that final playing game, but this is actually the matchup that I wanted. So now that Donovan Mitchell's coming back, Mitchell versus uh, John Morant, who are you feeling this series? So, yeah, it was funny. Um, you know, you had the Warriors. It was weird because in the play-in, you had the Warriors um, winning, but you wanted the Grizzlies to win, and I had it opposite. I had the the Grizzlies winning, but the Warriors, I wanted to win. Um, but I like it because I think the Warriors weren't going to make a run just because they are not. They don't have the players. Um, so I like the Grizzlies being in because I think the Grizzlies are going to be – honestly, I think the Grizzlies are going to be contenders in two years, honestly. Like, yeah with how good the team is and if they develop the way that we think they are. The the Grizzlies are who we always think the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be, but never are. <laughs> like, yeah. we're like, oh, they got all these pieces, and then they just never develop into what we expect them to be. But the Grizzlies are literally the team that we thought that they would be. And they're, yeah. they're making the playoffs. They're going to get their first taste of playoff experience. And I do actually think they push these jazz a little bit, uh, dependent on the health of Donovan Mitchell, of course. I think Donovan place in game one I don't think he's healthy not 100% at least yeah I mean he's been out a long time and maybe they just wanted him to be sure but I would think that they I mean that extra week probably helps them a lot but I would think that they wouldn't want to just throw someone out there after like two months off essentially I, I don't ex- exactly remember when he got hurt it was but it's uh, been... it was late March because I had him in I had him in fantasy and uh, he missed essentially all of, like fantasy playoffs. It was like yeah. right. It was. It was. I think it was like right the week. Be- it was like literally the week before fantasy playoffs started. So yeah, I struggled in my other league with him in fantasy because he was undroppable and he was literally yeah. just missing games and I could not drop him during playoff time and I did not win in that league. This is my other league, not the one I'm in with you, Todd. Yeah. But yeah, so he's been out for two months now, and he hasn't touched. He practiced for the first time. I think it was yesterday, and he's expected to play on Sunday. But I'll say this: I don't think the war. I don't think the Grizzlies will compete. Like I don't think they'll push him very far. I think the Jazz, especially if Donovan plays, will win in five, maybe six. If the Grizzlies just happen to just play like lights out one game, another game. But I do. I, I'll give the Grizzlies one game. But I'll say this will help them long term. They're not going to make a run this year, but it's going to help them long-term, just getting that taste of playoff experience. And John Morant's just going to get better and better. And, dude, I keep saying it over and over again. We've talked about them a lot because they've been in the playing games, like all of them. Uh, they're just they're just a good team overall. Um, but I think Gobert, I think Mitchell, and, of course, Joe Ingles, you know, the GOAT. It's just going to be too much for, uh, for the Grizzlies to handle. What you got, Todd? What's your uh, final prediction? I'm gonna go four one. I'm gonna go four one yeah. on that. So Jazz and five. 
I think because of the health of Donovan Mitchell, I'm actually going to go Jazz in six. Like, I, I think the way it's going to go is that I think um, – I think like the Jazz will get, or sorry, I think I think the Grizzlies will get like just two like that second game somewhere in that series. I don't know where, but I think I think the Jazz will look good like after the series. But I think warming up with Mitchell back, I think Grizzlies will somehow sneak out a second game. So I'm gonna probably go Jazz in six. I think I I, I can see that. As I said, I, I I'm gonna call it at and five. But I think there's a chance that they win. I think there's a chance that the, the Grizzlies win too. But I think what hesitates me, dude, the Grizzlies had an easy win today against the Warriors, and they blew their lead at the end. And you want to know why? It's because they they don't have shooters, man. They struggle to no, they don't. They struggle to shoot. Grayson Allen is a good shooter, and he gave them a spark in the overtime today against the Warriors. But they don't have a lot of shooters. Jaron Jackson was benched towards the end of this game. And didn't touch the court again. They decided to go with Desmond Baines, who I actually said in the play-in episode that he's he's a hooper and he's yeah. good. But Jaron Jackson is your guy, man, and he's gonna Jaron Jackson. I said it; he's gonna be the X factor, and I was wrong twice. He was not the X factor in either of the play-in games. Yeah, I know. Uh, and he's gonna struggle against Gobert because Gobert is a different animal. And the reason I think that the Jazz will win handily is because Gobert is going to stop these guys from going to the paint. Like, unless John Morant just somehow goes up with one of those dunks that, like, ends people's life. But he'll miss it. But he'll go up for it and ends Gobert's life if he makes it, you know? I don't yeah. – <laughs> Gobert's going to be intimidating in the paint, and I don't think the the Grizzlies have enough shooting around to, to make up for that. I think it's going to be hard to come by, like, down low against these guys. Yeah, I will say this. Um, I think, uh, like, if the Jazz went in, like – if it's a sweep or five, or they win in five games, I don't think it'll be a sweep. But if they win in like five games, I think it'll be pretty convincing because I don't really know where the Jazz are right now. I mean, they're pretty much like the number one team for most of the season, but I just mm-hmm. never really felt that confident. And then Mitchell getting hurt, I still don't feel that great about it. But if it's like a convincing series against against the Grizzlies, who I still feel like a really good team, I'd be I would feel pretty confident in them going in the next round. Yeah, I don't, I don't know these... if I'm I don't know if I'm there yet with them. Yeah, none of these teams are are bad, man. I mean, the East, the Eastern Conference, the bottom, you can kind of say, you know, the Wizards aren't that good. Just let's just be real. But yeah. the Western Conference, one through eight, like everyone is solid. Everyone is good. Yeah, they are. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun series, and it's gonna be physical because the Grizzlies are a little bit physical. Um, I just don't like their offense against a team like the Jazz, who just play great defense. So we'll see, we'll see. I think I think we both agree that the Jazz will win. Um, and it when it won't be that close. You said six games. I said four. I said five. Um, yeah. But it'll be good. It'll be a good series. It'll be fun to watch still, uh, and I'm still excited for it. Yeah. All right. You you want you want to ask me about this one because or you want me to end this one? <laughs> I would just you. Don't need, I don't know if you even need to uh, even give your give your analysis. Just tell me what how many how many games the Lakers are winning. <laughs> um, all right. We'll let you talk first, and then I'll I'll end it. Who do you have in the two to seven series? Uh, two I'm against gonna, seven. I'm just gonna start with the prediction first. I, I Lakers are going to win the series. I'm going like six games because I think I think the Suns are still a really good team. I just think oh I don't I mean I don't even know if it's on my head. Is there a game Saturday or is it Sunday? It's on Saturday. It's earlier too, I think. 
So it's still like three or four day, three or three days of rest. And I mean, I think LeBron AD is just like I would. I mean, they won the championship last year. I mean, but I, there's no. I wouldn't. I would take them over any like any team, pretty much in the West right now. So if they're he- win healthy, so I, I think it's gonna be. A, I think actually think it's gonna be a really good series. But I think this the Lakers will just close out games like they did against uh, Golden State the other day. So I, I, I would say you. Lakers in six. I don't know if I have like a great explanation for it, just it's because just I just don't think the not- champs. <laughs> and I just don't think the Suns are like there. I I think they're a good team, but. I think there's a difference between a team that can like win a championship and a team that like can win a lot of season games. I feel you, um, for sure. I understand. Uh, I mean, you already know I'm going to go with the Lakers here, um, and I think they win in five. I think it's going to be easy for them. Um, I think, dude, Chris Paul might be the most unlucky like basketball player in history, man. Like he's about to beat the Warriors one season when he's on the Rockets. Shimmy's in front of Steph, and then he pulls his hamstring and dismisses the rest of the, the playoffs that series. Um, well, and, like, uh, the first one he made all that noise on, uh, like, back in 08. Was it, it was 2008 when he was in the Hornets and they the Spurs came back and beat him in that series? They're up, like, 3-1. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I started to realize yeah. that he, he was, like, he was like this generation's T-Mac. Yeah, it's just so unfortunate. It's like, hey, you had a great season, Chris Paul. Thanks for turning the Suns franchise around. Guess you get to play in the first round. You get to play LeBron, the defending champs, and you know he's your friend at least. So when he beats you, like, it'll be you'll at least like enjoy it. But I was super excited. I mean, I talked about this all like towards the end when everyone was texting me and saying, "Hey, Lakers suck. They're gonna be a seven seed." I was like, "Bro, I am not concerned about the Lakers being in the play-in." Um, as I said, if they don't take care of business, then then I'll be con- then they don't deserve to be in it, and I'll be concerned at that point. Um, but I I told everyone I would rather them be in the plan, be the seven seed, and have to play the Suns than be like the five seed or six seed and play against. Honestly, I thought it was gonna be the Clippers at the time. Um, yeah. But it ended up being best case scenario for me because the Lakers ended up going to the pl- going to the plan as I thought they would and just taking care of business. And they just match up really well against the Suns, which is why I wanted that. I think the Suns are a great team. Um, I really do. And it's really unfortunate for them because, as I said, they had a great season. And Devin Booker's an unbelievable player. Chris Paul, obviously, just... Yeah, I mean, if they play the Mavs, they're winning that series, in my opinion. If they're playing the Nuggets, they're winning that series. Honestly, if they even played the Jazz, I mean, I think they, they could win. They probably win that series or could win that series. But I just think the Lakers are like the one team that they probably just did not want to play. Yeah, Lakers are physical, and that's one thing the Suns are not. Like, DeAndre Ayton's a little bit of a baby down low. I think last game against the Lakers, the Lakers won it. This was without LeBron, and Suns rolled out their best players the whole game. And this was, like, the first game that AD, like, looked like he was back, right? And I still watch just AD just baby DeAndre Ayton. And not just that, but DeAndre Ayton not just defensively was struggling against AD. I think he had, like, two field goals the whole game and you cannot do that as a young promising starting center on a, on the, one of the best teams in the league yeah um, I think the Lakers will find ways to get Devin Booker out of out of his comfort zone and I also think Caruso is going to be all over Chris Paul um, I think he'll play a lot of minutes and dude this just brings back nostalgia man um of Kobe Bryant versus Steve yeah. Nash days when the when the when Kobe was just lined up scoring yeah, so many the, points. Those one one hand dunk, dunk. Highlights. Yeah, the dunk over Steve Nash, the fadeaway over Roger Bell, Bell for the game yeah. winner. 
this is they were the seventh seed. The Lakers were the seventh seed in that series. Uh, so this is just memories. Then the Lakers ended up blowing it three one. Um, but I do think that the Lakers go up three one in this series, and I do think they win it. So I think they'll win in five. Uh, I think it's gonna be easy. And as I said, I just don't think the Suns match up well against the Lakers. They don't. They don't like the physicality the Lakers bring. And if there's one thing the Lakers do is they play defense and they grind it out. And the Suns, the Suns aren't ready for that, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm interested in this series and interested in what you have to say. And I honestly, I think this one might be the most interesting series of all of them. Um, I don't know if you agree or disagree with that, but the three-seed Nuggets versus the six-seed Trailblazers. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, this is probably going to be the best – I mean, I kind of think this is probably one of the best series in the West uh, just because I feel like these teams are pretty close. Um, I would probably pick Blazers in six. I think uh, I could see it. I'd be almost probably more surprised. I'm going to do six, but I'd be more surprised if it didn't go to seven than if it stayed within six games. But I don't know. Uh, It's tough because Jokic is so good. And Michael Porter Jr. has been amazing. But I don't know. There's something about the Blazers. I just don't think they can just keep doing this every year where they, like, <laughs> just come out flat and then lose <laughs> these games. But I think they have, like, a lot of weapons. I think the Powell trade, like, really helped. I think they're going into the postseason healthy for the most part. Like, they have everybody on their roster. Uh, I think I, I, I could just see them, like, they, they, I think they'll close out games enough to just make it six games, and they'll win in six. Trailblazers in six. I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think Denver wins this series. But I agree with you in a lot of ways because I do believe that these teams are very even. I honestly think, if I'm looking down at like actually what seeding should be, I think the Mavs are actually like the seven seed and the, War, and the Grizzlies are the eight seed. If I were like to like talk about actual talent. I think the top six seeds are like, or top, yeah, the top six seeds are set. Um, and I think, I think the Trailblazers and Nuggets, if I had to put them next to each other, it would literally be like right next to each other, like number five and six against yeah. each other. Um, the Nuggets just happened to be the three seed somehow. They just played lights out. As you said, Michael Porter Jr. has been hot. Jokic has been hot. But, it, dude, I just don't think, the Trailblazers are like the hardest team to figure out. Am I right? They really like, are. They really are. It, it's like weird because like I'll see them just come out and they'll just like Dame will drop fifty and they just win, or you know they'll or, just like, have a well-rounded come, effort. Or they'll come out in the start of the game and and Dame will hit like his first like three out of four threes and then they they're doing those things. He comes out it, it, the score is like twelve four and then the, the, the team, other team calls a timeout. It's like it was like the start of their playoff games. Like I just feel like they always start off really hot and then they fizzle towards the end of the game. I agree. Um, I think, and Todd and I have had a lot of discussions about about the way that people play basketball um, and why we don't think it's winning basketball. One one example is we talked about James Harden and Russell Westbrook in the past and how they're just not able to win playoff series or compete for an actual championship for the most part because they just play so much ISO ball. And I think that's why I have the Nuggets winning this series over the Trailblazers. I think the Nug- the Trailblazers play a little bit too much iso ball. I've seen Dame shoot these step-back threes that 
obviously they go in. I mean, he hit one over Paul George for that for that series clincher a couple yeah. of years back. So obviously there's things that are great about that. Um, but I just don't think you can live off of that. You know, I just think offensive efficiency is the most important thing when it comes to playoffs. And we've talked about this like numerous times. Like uh, Todd and I just love to talk basketball. But offensive efficiency is just a big deal, and I just don't think they're efficient enough offensively because they take so such low, like they take high volume high volume of low percentage shots. If that makes sense, like they just shoot very very tough shots to make. I don't think you can make a living off of that. I think the Nuggets are getting hot at the right time. Jokic is obviously going to be a handful, and. I mean, even Carmelo coming off the bench for the Trailblazers, they just, like, he shoots these ridiculously tough shots, man. And I think the Nuggets just have what it takes coming from last season where they just had so much, like, (laughs) so many things go their way and come back repeatedly last year. They're missing Jamal Murray, which will hurt them. Um, But I think the strides that Michael Porter and Jokic both took are going to be enough to take care of the Trailblazers who just play too much iso ball. So I take uh, I'm gonna take the Nuggets in six. No, uh, I'm taking Nuggets in six. I'm taking Nuggets in six. Yeah. No, I'm gonna take Nuggets in seven. Nuggets in seven. Are you sure? I think it goes to seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Final answer. Nuggets in seven. It goes back home to Denver where it's hard to play. Nuggets play really well at home, and I think they win that game. So that's seven. the thing. I I I feel if any series, if any series that we've talked about, even the Eastern Conference matchups, this is the one series that will. Like even probably even more than the Knicks, uh, the Knicks series. I see this one going seven games. I'm just doing six. Like if the Blazers were to win, they'd win in six. But if it goes if the if it goes to seven, I think the Nuggets win. Yeah, home so team a, advantage in especially home, in Denver. Home court advantage in the in game sevens are are big, man. Especially in especially Denver. Especially in Denver. Yeah. yeah. Like weird things happen it, there. Yeah, it is. It is weird, and also. I'm going to say this. Jokic never loses Game 7. Down 3-1 against... Uh, yeah. In every Game 7 he's played in, he's won. <laughs> I think every playoff series he's won also has gone to Game 7. So if it doesn't go to Game 7, then Jokic is going to lose this, this series, man. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how they play Jokic this, like this series. Dude, do you ever think about... Nurkic and Jokic were on the same team on the Nuggets. I know. And I they know. traded him crazy. away like... I bet Nurkic just hates that guy. <laughs> he's just like, gosh, I hate this dude. Um, I know because he's because Nurkic was the pro- more promising one. He was he was the one starting. Jokic wow. just played better off the bench, and then slowly they were like, "Dang, Jokic is really good." Dang, remind me that the Nuggets like next center that they draft like that dude is going. That dude's about to be a yeah. stud. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, okay, cool. We we have we're deferred on that one. I have the Nuggets in seven. You have the Trailblazers in six. All right. Yeah, but now we got uh, now we have Nat's favorite series. We got uh, <laughs> Clippers and uh, his his second favorite team, the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> Four versus five. I feel uh, like um, I feel like this is a pretty interesting series. But I I don't know. What do you what do you think about this? Well, you already know where I'm going with this. Um, for those of you that did not listen to the introduction series. Or don't know this, uh, know me personally. I hate the Mavericks. I'm just a big Mavs hater, and I I live by that. I'm almost as much of like I'm a Laker fan, like diehard, like number one. But like I almost hate the Mavs as much as I love the Lakers. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I have 
I have the Clippers winning this handily. Just five. Just easy. And I'll tell you why, Todd. Same reason I have the Trailblazers struggling. You just can't play iso ball. And Luka plays iso ball more than anyone in the league. And against and I'll tell you this, after last season's series, Kawhi is gonna be on Luka from tip and he's gonna make life hard on Luka. He's not even gonna worry about offense. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna lock down Luka and I think the Clippers with a new coach revamped offense. Like, we don't even talk because they were hurt all year, but Serge Ibaka, dude dude came back from injury. He missed two months. He came back from injury, played 17 minutes, and scored 15 points. And I'm just going to be real. Like, Porzingis is really bad on defense. Like, I just can't see – I can't see the Clippers, like, struggling this season. The Mavs – won two games last season with Paul George possibly playing worse than any other player I've ever seen in my life. And it took him playing that bad for the Mavs to win two games. I I honestly will say this, too. Being a Laker fan, I think the Clippers are the best team in the West. Um, based on talent, based on team, like, toughness, based on... And I think the Rondo trade is going to help them a lot, the way it helped the Lakers, like when Rondo's on the Lakers. Rondo is just... If you watch the reason they blew that 3-1 lead against Denver and even struggled against the Mavs at times, it's because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were playing iso ball. They were trying to do too much on offense. And I think Rondo is going to stop that. I think Rondo is literally the smartest player in the league, and he's going to find a way to beat the Mavs mentally. Plus, that's this is a Rondo revenge game, man. Let's let's not forget about that. Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle might get a text from, like, just punching Rondo in the face, like in the first game, and then maybe maybe they'll turn the tide of the series. But um, I think the Clippers win in five. I think it's gonna be easy. What do you yeah, got, John? I, I know you're a, I know you're a Mavs fan in addition to uh, the Bulls. One of the yeah, few I, things that I hate about you. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. What do you got? I still have uh, I saw the Clippers winning, but I think it'll be a little closer than than that. I think it's I think the Mavs will get two games, but yeah, for all the same reasons you said, but. I don't know if I'd really attribute to Paul George because I want to see playoff P do something in the playoffs like that he hasn't done in the last like five years. I mean, the Thunder, he was terrible last year. He was, I, I mean, he went through a, like a pretty rough, rough uh, patch in the playoffs in that bubble. So, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, kudos I definitely... to him for, for coming out about that too. He talked about like, you know, depression yeah. and all that stuff. Like, you know, that kudos to him to share that. By the way, I mean, this is more this is more than basketball, but you know, it's just it's kudos to him to share that. Yeah. Go ahead, Todd. Sorry. So, so I think uh, I think the Mavs get two games, but yeah, Clippers and six. I think the Clippers are a better team than what the four seed shows, and it's mm-hmm. probably just four seed. They're probably just the fourth seed just because like of how the season went. I mean, they between like Kawhi and and Paul George, I think they you know, collectively miss like two or three months. So like if you put both those, both that time together with all the injuries. So okay. Ibaka missed two months as well. And dude, they, they also tanked to end the year to get into the four seed. Cause they were pretty handily in the three seed. And honestly probably could have gotten the two seed um, if they wanted to keep it, playing their guys. And Mavs got two games last year, right? They got one game and then they got the Luca game winner. Yeah. So they won the two. Clippers. I kind of think yeah. it'll be the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think the Mavs are a better team. Wait, what? Than last year? 
I think they're a better team than they were last year, but I kind of think the Clippers are better than they were last year. <laughs> I think the Clippers are, as I said, talent-wise, I think the Clippers got better. Those, those additions they made, man, Luke Kennard's going to help them. He's just a knockdown shooter. Um, and also, I think I think Rondo is just going to be the X factor. Um, just making sure that Kawhi and Paul George stay within the offense. And Serge Ibaka, just the ability to stretch the floor. They didn't have that last year. Um Obviously, Zubats, former Laker, is absolutely just gonna baby <laughs> for Zingas. He's a he's a really good player, man. I don't know if you guys, there are just some underrated guys out there. They seem to always be European. I talked about Daniel Thice last time, and he's just underrated. Like these guys are just underrated. Like Zubats is just underrated, man. But um, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty handy to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mavs fans out there that are listening to this, even though I live in Dallas. Um, but I think I think the Clippers win pretty handily. I have I have some money on this with a friendly bet with a friend. Also, a reminder that Todd and I have a friendly bet that will that will actually be um, announced. Do we want to announce it today, Todd, or are we doing it another day? We can do it another day. All right. Well, I have something in mind to challenge Todd to the bet. Actually, we'll we'll make it official on this on at the end of this episode um, on what we're doing. Uh, but are the only matchups that we defer in are the Knicks matchup, Knicks versus Hawks. I have the Hawks winning. He has the Knicks, and then the Denver Portland series. I have the Nuggets. He has the Trailblazers. So Todd, in front of everyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, we we really appreciate you guys, by the way. But I want to challenge you to a bet. Um, loser in these series, whoever gets le- the the less lesser amount. In the entire playoffs, right? We're not just doing this first round, right? Entire playoffs. What do you want to do? Just just the first round. These are the whole playoffs. Okay, entire playoffs. Um, whoever has the best win percentage and whoever has the lower win percentage, loser, has to run like a full NFL combine. Do bench press as much as they can. Run a forty time, uh, three three cone drill, broad jump. It'll be fun. It's and it's sports related. Are you are you down for that, Todd? We may even make some modifications to that, but I'd be down for for part part of an NFL combine. The framework doing, for that. Are we the doing a Wonderlick test also? Are we doing? No, uh, no, no, no. I mean that's fun. I'm taking the Wonderlick, <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll we'll okay. we'll modify me, it. But that'll be the me, framework. Let me sub that one in for other parts of it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, we'll talk more about it. That'll be fun. Hopefully we can uh, we can have some fun with that. Yeah, or we could do an NBA or a basketball themed one. I mean they don't. I mean they have a they have a vertical jump and all that. But that's a lot. I mean I still want to do a forty time though. I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm excited for this one. I, I'm more excited for the Western Conference. Obviously, I mean every year I am. But these mm-hmm. matchups are really good. So cool. I asked you this I, on the Eastern Conference, Todd. Uh, who do you have coming out of the West? Um, the cl- I have the Clippers. You don't even think, need to ask me. <laughs> I I don't know. I I I think I would. I mean, obviously, there's no surprise. Like if the Lakers move on, but uh-huh. I just think that I think like if what you're saying about the Clippers, like you know, kind of hand like going through teams like Dallas pretty easily, I could see them moving on. I think Kawhi just takes games over, especially in the postseason. I mean. I could see them really – if they play the Lakers, I think it would be tough. Yeah. I have the Lakers, um, obviously. But 
I'm not biased. I'll be real with you. Clippers match up really well against the Lakers if that is a matchup that happens. That would actually happen in the... Yeah, that would be conference finals if that were to happen. And I think I think the Clippers match up very well against the Lakers. I just... Honestly, no reason for me to pick the Lakers except that I trust AD and LeBron. Um, and I, I trust Frank Vogel to make adjustments uh, defensively to, to help those matchups. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I hope that happens this year. Um, it'd be better for the NBA Clip- to see Clippers, Lakers. Yeah, Clippers, Lakers. We didn't get to see uh, that last year. Honestly, if the Knicks win a championship, I think that's all the NBA needs. <laughs> what if it was? I'm okay with that if it's the Knicks, or Lakers, you know, and then that'll be that'll be two historic uh, franchises just going up against each other. So I'm okay with it. But of course, I'd want the Lakers to win. But um, I think I think it'll be fun. I think the Western Conference, as you said, is is there's definitely more excitement when it comes to the but there's like we talked about this there's nothing none of these series are are yeah they're all gonna be good like, they're all enticing to me they're all exciting and they're all gonna be fun to watch so you got one more word for everyone todd nope that's it let's i'm excited so what, what games are uh what games are tomorrow on saturday tomorrow let's look at let's look at that schedule up actually while we do this so we have I know the Lakers play tomorrow, so game one um is going to be in the I think it starts at noon tip off central time. Do you have it in front of you, Todd? Yeah, it's uh one central time. We got Bucks Heat, uh your Mavs versus the Clippers, uh Celtics Nets and Blazers Nuggets. So I'm excited I mean obviously like I, I'm hope I mean I I, I'm with you on the like Clippers Mavs prediction. I just hope it's a good series. Like I don't want to see any. I don't want to see any of these yeah. teams come out flat. I think Mavs come up decent. I think it'd be fun to watch. But to the to the like the series I want to watch in the East and the, the West the most are both tomorrow. So that'll be fun. I got you. I I, I misspoke. The Lakers play on Sunday. You're right. I yeah. thought they were playing tomorrow at the, at the three thirty slot, but that's on Sunday. Yeah, yeah I think. But, we're going through those games um i think we've we already talked about i think every team that i pick to win that series is going to win the game one <laughs> so. yeah yeah we'll see what happens it's gonna be interesting but uh yeah thank you all again for listening and yeah don't forget to uh follow the podcast yes sir we'll have a we'll have a schedule out soon officially um and social media out officially to everyone but we really appreciate you guys hit that follow button on that Spotify. Uh, we're coming out to Apple Podcasts hopefully soon as well. So thank you for listening. Until next Any, time. Anything else, Todd? Nope. Let's, let's get it. <laughs>